0: Got to go to work. Working, I guess I'll be working like six days a week for the next few weeks. Because of uh, Sleepy Joe Biden, he said Christmas is back on, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is uncanceled. He said, written Rittenhouse uh, walks Said in said these, old uh, President President Brandon himself. He said written house is free that means christmas will be allowed this year let's go brandon that's what joe biden said himself it was crazy here take your guns to town kyle shoot up a parking lot defend a used car lot take your guns to town kyle <laughs> uh, my name is kyle and this hey. is v- vhs cult <laughs> i i am not affiliated with, with kyle's any longer I'm changing. I mean, you know, I, yeah. let me go by my middle name. Jameson. I can't believe people surprised us. You know what I mean? Yeah. The facts of the case, of the laws of, of our country, And the history of those laws, tell me that this is how, how it's gonna go. Yeah, I knew it was gonna happen because, uh, fucking, you know, don't don't riot or protest, don't uh, threaten private property, you get domed. That's the way it is. That's the way it's gotta be. Private property is the best. Someone else's private property. Whatever. This VHS cult. We're the white clips. Let's get it. Let's get it. I'm not a white. Did you call me a white clit? What white clips? I'm pushing. Oh, G. okay. Push a K. Sure. Push a K. Uh, rest in peace to Young Dolph. Um, you ready to go to LA in February to see twice? Nope. Is that what I'm supposed to do? Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go see twice. <laughs> gonna go see the my wife. wife. Yeah. Oh no Jesus! And, Please, for the love of God, do not start talking that shit. If we're actually gonna see twice, <laughs> 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 you're gonna get a restraining way. I'm no. We're not gonna see twice. That it's expensive, and also I don't want to directly support the evil entertainment industry that keeps those women enslaved. <laughs> it's great as as much as I love them. As individuals and artists or whatever, I don't want to directly <laughs> okay, support. Whatever. Yeah, I don't want to directly support uh, the death machine that is the is K-pop industry or whatever. Unless I'm donating to the Patreon for tickets to go see Twice, and I'll go see him.
1: Oh yeah, I'll see him with someone, <laughs> someone else's money. So
0: someone uh, give me PayPal me the money for it, the, the Twice <laughs> concert. I'll go. Mm-hmm. That that also includes like a rental car because I don't. We, none of us have a car that's gonna make it. That oh no, no. <laughs> my car, the uh, dashboard light on my car doesn't work anymore. So when I drive at night, who knows how fast I'm going? <laughs> <laughs> I just go the speed of the people around me. If there's no one around me, it's up to me. Yep. I guess the police will let me know when they pull me over, and they'll go, "Oh, another car." You no, know, yeah, um, don't worry about you can, that. You you can, uh, you can, you can fix that. Um no it's there's uh, some sort of strange electrical issue that's oh. is causing it it's not like the well, light, like here's what you do bulb's that is, burned out or anything it's just it'll it'll turn on once in a while <laughs> Do you, uh have you ever gone uh, on Amazon they they sell packets of glow sticks by like the hundreds for very cheap Well no if like when I'm, when I pass under a street light it reflects enough light off of the speedometer that I can take a peek for a second and be like yeah that looks about 50 that seems fine on Raglan Road of an autumn day, I saw her pass. It's uh, Christmas time, so I'm listening to Irish music again, getting sad. Nothing <laughs> not says um, Christmas like uh, old Irish folk music. It, it reminds me of Christmas because I guess like we heard it, it when we were kids or something. But yeah, that's so I always listen to it around Christmas time. On raglan road <laughs> of raglin Um yeah. I uh You know I mean, I'll go waltzing a bit after we recorded last weekend I mentioned that I was like, Oh I can't start drinking again, I'll go crazy. But I I, I decided to go out and you know flirt with the crazy a little bit. And um <clears throat> so I did, so I did. <laughs> now how'd it go? It was alright. the mama was not happy about it. <laughs> yeah, well, she's. Uh, I saw you're an alcoholic. You can't drink at all. And it's like pff, pff. I subscribe to the Anthony Bourdain philosophy, where if I don't ever drink again, then it's, it's got me beat. But no, I've beaten alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, everything worked out okay for Anthony Bourdain, right? Uh huh. <laughs> they made so a documentary I'm- about him, so fucking did it. Did it. i mean if you if that's how you measure they've made several documentaries about ted bundy about very successful men yeah no it went all right i just um it's interesting when i drink uh now since i'm keenly aware of sort of the uh problems I have and like the work I've done over the last years to like put up like coping mechanisms and barriers to prevent um like leaning into some of like the toxic masculinity traits that I have that all falls away when I drink and I don't mean like creeping on girls or anything that's not ever been a problem that I have it's not um women that are at threat for my toxic masculinity yeah you um, want to you wanna get into a fight it's other men yeah I have uh, um like for Some reason I have, like, where the a, fuck does that come from? I don't know. I have an impulse to like dominate other men, and I don't particularly like other men in general, so it's uh, yeah. So the, the, that I was feeling that coming on at one point, and I was like, oh, time to stop drinking, I guess. <laughs> but it's cool, I hung out with my ex, spent some time with her. Um, how oh, was that? Huh? Oh man, it was good it was uh i don't feel like i want to leave my cave for for like another six months but it was still (laughs) you're like i'm not and dark. yep i was like all right that was uh got a little taste yeah i said daddy always gets a taste and then i said um that was enough of a taste but it uh did really affect my mood for most of the week i was probably like back to normal by wednesday but then um some reason when i was working out yesterday when i got finished i was like ah the saddest i've ever felt maybe i should kill myself oh jeez, yeah yeah I don't, I don't know. Know. yeah I don't know maybe i should you know p- part of uh grappling with alcoholism is realizing that maybe some of the friends that you spend time with as an alcoholic shouldn't be friends anymore yeah that's the problem because like they don't have the uh same um Compulsive they don't have the same Compulsion as I do so they're able To continue to um, Drink occasionally and you know Have fun Whereas for me it's like oh it's a threat It's an existential threat huh That sucks <laughs> Yeah so like nothing negative Towards them like it's not like they're ruining Their lives drinking or whatever it's um, You know they can just go out and have A good time whereas I could go out and Risk it all But um it was a good time. Did you risk it all? Not really. I mean, I didn't like get crazy or anything. It's just, I was, it was, um, I don't know. I was like, oh, yeah, I, can, I probably shouldn't drink like this, you know. Just a reminder on Raglan Road. Um, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, that's enough of that bummer stuff. VHS Cult. We're a positive podcast. Love Bomb let's do it join the cult um you'll be accepted and loved everyone's redeemable uh what's what's good what's the good uh, news? Everyone. what's the good news hmm. what's what's the good news uh, oh i saw i saw shang chi shang chi <laughs> and the legend yeah. of the ten rings that's yeah that's oh you good. want the real answer or uh, like really kind of a fake one about what what the title is yeah the legend of the 10 rings 10 the legend rings. of the olympic rings i fell asleep um I, you know it's, it's a marvel affair yep <laughs> I yep no need to watch it I've, I've you've seen one you've seen them all i mean honestly you don't if you watch the trailers you and you just want to know what's going on you really just really you really don't need to watch it i also don't know if i really like the um the changes to the Mandarin like every time they like we're gonna do the Mandarin again right mm-hmm. now his 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 rings are like arm bands or something and they do k- 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 you know martial arts Chow brothers martial art powers Wushu. yeah well that if you recall in kung fu hustle there was um what was he the the coolie I think you know one of the the guys that lived in that tenement he had the armbands and was very powerful, but I think he, he got defeated by the guys with the uh, what's the uh, Chinese instrument called the Benzao or whatever. You know, remember the guys that the, remember? Kung yeah, Fu yeah, I remember Kung Fu. Was one of the greatest uh, Kung Fu comedy movies of all time. Stephen Chow. <laughs> well, I mean, there's only a couple, but <laughs> hey, interesting. Stephen Chow, you know who his best friend is? Me, no, that'd be tight, but um, no, it's Tony Lung. Who's in Shang Chi? So bringing it all together. Oh man, <laughs> Tony Lung became an actor because of Stephen Chow. Did you know Stephen that? Chow should have directed Shang Chi? He's too busy <laughs> making propaganda now. To be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he can come make some propaganda. I mean, I mean yeah, if you just watch Shang Chi, there's. I mean, it's not like well, well they can't go propaganda too, propaganda, but yeah, but they have to do a little bit of positivity for the Chinese audience. I saw, um, there's this, uh, um, uh, Chinese Canadian guy who has a YouTube channel about Asian film that I watch once in a while. His complaint about, uh, Shang-Chi was, um, it's about an Asian American man, but it doesn't really, uh. Have anything to do with what being an Asian American is? Rather, it's just like yeah, go back. No, to like he, he, immediately, it's to... not important about yeah. uh, him being an Asian American. Isn't important. It's about you know this mystical land that his yeah. mom's from. Basically, and I'm like oh, that's kind of stupid. Yeah, which I get. I mean, it's a comic book movie, right? It doesn't need to really tackle such a large cultural issue, but it was marketed that way. So you know, do a little bit, maybe. They did a little. They did a little bit. Yeah, I'll tell you that. No. Not, not anything, you know, just a little. Hey, just so you know that he's Asian American, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, they're, of course, the model immigrant. They have no struggles. So let's go on back to the mystical land <sighs> of China. <and> do magic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. can you, uh, I guess you can maybe have the perception about certain. Asian immigrants, which would still be completely incorrect, but really the Chinese are the ones you want to go with. I know you're not personally serious but that's the, that's the model of the immigrant. They never had any struggles. Yeah, they, all right, they never had any laws specifically passed against them, huh? No, and they um, they they tried it, it's stolen valor, right? It's like, oh yeah, Chinese Americans built the railway system, but I believe there's a song called "Patty Works on the Railroads." So, uh, I think. <laughs> well, actually. they beat the the, the Western half. <laughs> He was actually the Irish-American. I mean, yeah, obviously I was being facetious, but... Um, sure. I mean, um, so there's... I just did such a weird perception. You made that, like, yeah, I don't know. It's not. Well, we're not talking. We're talking about Shaanxi right now. I don't want to get in the weeds about it. Like, it's different. Um, if you're like a a recent immigrant of East Asia, because obviously you come from a wealthy background, because those are the only people that can afford to immigrate into the United States. But if you're third generation Chinese American, probably have a bit of family history of being uh, quite oppressed by the United States and western culture at large now <laughs> but, let's uh, talk about the what, what happened to the Japanese. i guess I, they can't cover that in a marvel movie they just but the eternals did cause the bombing of nagasaki and hiroshima <laughs> i gotta see this shit because it's got it can't be as crazy as it sounds i think it's more convoluted than that oh I'm sure it uh, is it it is like because the, <laughs> all their marketing about around it is just like a, like how it's supposed to make sense that they're they've been here the entire time but didn't help. Yeah they're taking naps. So Typical uh, Angela always napping. Staple Center is gonna become the crypto dot com arena. It's pretty cool. <laughs> well I mean it was the Staple Center is already named after yeah, the fucking staples, staples so it gives a yeah. fucking shit? <laughs> Of course, Staples needed to remember, sell what? Hey, park. you guys remember the forum? You guys remember Candlestick Park? Of course you don't yeah. fucking remember. <laughs> um, Staples had to sell that shit, right? Because Staples barely exists. Who's getting office supplies? <laughs> that's the, that's the thing. Every time I'm like, oh, that's, it's more known for the, the Staples Center and then for office supplies. If you want I, office supplies, you get them from Amazon or Walmart. I mean, Offices don't even exist anymore, right? They, uh, You just work from home. But did offices ever really get their office supplies from Staples? Weren't they buying no, them like wholesale? From wholesale, yeah. I don't know what Staples is for. The only time I've ever gone there. Every time like, I've ever been to Staples, there's been like two other people in there, period. Yeah, and it's like buy going there to buy an office chair. One office chair. <laughs> I <laughs> think I bought RAM there once. Oh, yeah, they did have stuff like that. At one point, I, I don't know if... I, don't, I haven't been to Staples in decades. I don't know what the fuck they got. I noticed there's um this slang on the internet. I've noticed it uh, from like K pop adjacent content where they're saying, they're saying delusional. Kids are saying Delulu. Fucking hate it. Delulu. Ridiculous. I know, I know these fucking upper middle class white kids on the internet got that shit from Drag Race or whatever. And they're just fucking making it so uncool. Because that's like fucking, that's where white women get all their slang from is from fucking Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, oh, shit! Fuck, RuPaul. Yeah, film pretty Delulu, Delulu de de on Raglan Road. I think I'm gonna watch uh, Assassination of Jesse James again soon. It seems like the the right time to give it a whole rewatch, and probably oh, the, ha- just... the Hateful Eight. I always watch that in the wintertime. It's time to slide into Christmas movies for me, you know. Yeah, the Hateful Eight. <laughs> It doesn't says Christmas. Come on, then let us gather around and watch a bunch of Cowboy shooting each It came out around Christmas, so did. you know. Last time, I've never actually watched the actual movie. I've only watched the um, like the four part Netflix miniseries version. Fuck that. Fuck whatever Netflix does. You watch Cowboy Bebop yet? Oh no, I was I was planning to watch the first episode just so we talk about it, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, I watched the first oh. episode just to have like a, a personal opinion about it. When the trailer, we, this was like two weeks ago on the podcast, the trailer came out and I was like, well, at least they're like trying something, right? hmm And they did try something. It was just bad. <laughs> <laughs> From what I've read, it sounds like they tried everything. Uh, so here's... I'll go over the cast first. Mustafa Shakur as Jet Black. Pretty good. I like him. That's fine. Uh, Daniel Panetta, I mentioned like cutie with the booty that's what i said about her i was like i'll watch it just for her i like i like her face so I like the, the uh geometry of her face um yeah more toxic of masculinity from the man who drinks and fights that's right that's me drinking and fighting go irish fighting irish that's what they say i'm not gonna say it's her fault like she's a bad actress or anything uh it probably has a lot to do with the writing and the directing but uh it's faye valentine in the, the cowboy bebop Uh, live action, cool as shit, right? Just no, she's cool as the other side of the pillow, (laughs) like the flattest, one note, smarmiest, like mid 2000s sitcom character. It's like someone from a character from Parks and Rec is in Cowboy Bebop. It's uh, god awful, can't stand it. Uh, Oh, it's weird. That's not Faye Valentine, no. And then John Cho, uh, he's all right as Spike. He's just like not cool to me, you know what I mean? He's fucking whatever. I mean, that's the problem is that Cowboy Bebop is probably without a doubt the coolest anime just you know what I mean yeah it's As a masterpiece a cool fact, it's a masterpiece um, it didn't need to be remade just watch the original series um and there's no it's hard it's, to find actors that, that kind of charm that charisma yeah you know what yeah. I mean it, it doesn't they don't exist back. anymore we don't have actors like uh, Sean Connery anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah because Chris Pratt's in fucking everything yeah he sucks too um It's bad. They did. They, they, I don't know. It's like they tried. uh, I'll give them credit for like trying some sort of visual style or whatever, but it's so like slapdash and maximalist and like uncool. It's uh, I mentioned when the trailer came out, like there hasn't been um, a highly stylized predominantly CG work of art since Sin City, at least not one that was good, right? Uh, Speed Racer. Oh, Speed Racer is good. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> um but it's like if this cowboy Bebop of series was made by someone like the wachowski sisters or robert rodriguez that'd be one thing right like someone who has like their own individual style and like some not to my taste exactly but they have like some level of like taste in like what's cool or interesting right but this is like if Paul w. Paul w S Anderson made Cowboy Bebop. You know what I mean like his like Resident Evil games and Ultra Violet or whatever like you know his like style oh, of cool his, yeah. like fucking magazine ads for video games in the 90s is what he thinks is cool right? and so that's like what Cowboy Bebop. yeah it's is. all it's all one note and uh f- and flat oh yeah and it suffers of course from modern western serial drama writing where oh gotta check in on vicious and julia that'll be good right uh that was kind of like the i don't know you just don't you don't know what the fuck they're about that's the whole kind yeah. of point isn't it well there it's also Cowboy Bebop is about the characters the crew of the bebop right vicious and julia are important for spike's character and the completion of his character arc but it's not like an ongoing b plot to cowboy bebop but because this is fucking western serial drama bullshit it's well better check in on the b plot and the side characters and the looming threat of vicious you know what i mean it's fucking dumb but um, right, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah i don't like it i don't like it yeah <laughs> and then yeah it's just uh all sort of just way too much buddy cop nothing joke interaction shitty dialogue with spike and jet it's uh not good not good but uh mm-hmm. i don't know that spike and jet really had that kind of relationship in the no show, a little not bit. at all a little bantery, but not like. I mean, they had like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah." Then that's. I guess all. again, I haven't seen it yet, so maybe you're maybe you're describing it incorrectly. But I'll do oh it. no, no, <laughs> I'm actually giving it quite. I'm not even going in hard on it, really. I'm giving it. A, I just watched the first episode. You're going to be incredibly disappointed. Well, maybe not disappointed. You're going to be like, "Yeah, this is why they shouldn't have made this shit." Because I mean, it's like How's that's music? just that's just not how media. Works anymore, like you couldn't. I don't, it's TV is not good anymore. I don't care that you guys love Breaking Bad and shit, or whatever. It's TV, the only type of TV that's ever been good is sitcom. That's the only way TV works. It's not a good storytelling ve- vehicle. Miniseries, series, I don't know, it's just trash. <laughs> you just hate everything, pretty much. Um, yeah. uh, music's great because they it's just 90% music from the anime, right. Oh, and the worst part of it is uh so there's a little bit of a reverence and fun in Cowboy Bebop, right? Episode to episode, you know, like mushroom samba and stuff. So there's mm-hmm. and there's jokes in it and stuff, but um there's a permeating strain of like melancholy in Cowboy Bebop as well, right? With all the characters and their past and even just <laughs> yeah, like, the vibe of it is quite sad. I've heard the real folk blues, Kyle. Right. Um that's the not, not really in it. It's, uh, it's like Marvel level. Like, hey, you know, wouldn't it be embarrassing if we took this seriously at all? That's why we got a wink to the audience nonstop. Sucks, hate it. Not good. There's not, there's no, no one brave enough to make something like Cowboy Bebop anymore. I feel like, I mean, not in the mainstream, anyways. I Watson, I'll be still making stuff. Um, but you know, you know what I mean. Mainstream Western productions there's not you can't fucking make cowboy bebop no you can't they just did it on netflix we we're just talking about it oh that's yeah. the saddest thing about it though. i think is um for probably like um close to the whole generation of people this may be their first exposure to cowboy bebop huh oh no for sure i'm gonna try to get ryan to watch the original before he uh, uh watches this piece of shit yeah he's Man. old enough now 13's good yeah cowboy bebop, he, he can handle cowboy bebop it was on TV in Japan, you know what I mean. It doesn't have like nudity or extreme gore. Is any nudity in it? Nudity. There's nudity in the Netflix one though. What? Yeah, just just not like booty chicks. Nothing crazy. Just uh, I don't know. I mean, they tried. It's a spectacular failure. Uh, I appreciate the the effort of trying something visually, right? Because there, it's like modern western um media is really flat and gray and just boring to look at they tried a little bit there's still like washed out color issues and color grading problems in color Bebop, but i guess you know they tried a little bit great i guess it's better to try something and fail spectacularly than just continue to make these strange things yeah uh, assembly line production type shit whatever oh that reminds me though on friday the fool i was unloading the truck with um this is the first time i've ran into a uh, real life gamer reactionary in quite a long time so you think so but i got some suspicious suspicions about someone we know oh interesting he was like oh you so you like video games because once again people at work don't realize how old i am so they think i'm some bummy ass 25 year old loser who just plays video games and like shit posts on the internet all the time i'll have you know i'm some bummy ass 35 year old who listens to music and shit posts on the internet all the time exactly well i don't really post on the internet know, shit post, but when internet. you do it sure <laughs> <laughs> but um I was like oh no not really Like that's not really my shit anymore When I was younger obviously Well, um, And so then he started talking about the Final Fantasy 7 Remake and how they desexualized Tifa And then he's like what about anime And I was like yeah I mean like Akira Cowboy Bob Studio Ghibli and shit I'm not the hell into anime I know a lot about it but I don't think it's very really good and then he started going off about Kiawee up and talking about um how Daniel Panetta wasn't hot enough to be Faye and how she was a bitch on the internet to the fans. And, blah, blah, blah. So and I, yeah, so I was just like, "Listen, bro, I don't give a fuck about your internet culture or bullshit. Let's just unload this truck." And then he didn't talk to me <laughs> after that. <laughs> I mean, I gave him a solid, like, 15, 20 minutes of being polite about it, right? You know what I mean? I wasn't getting in his face or being whatever. But I was just like, I'm just telling the truth, man. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop looks stupid, but not for any of the fucking baby brain reasons you're saying. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the casting is not, mo- I it's mean, not great. casting's like, not it's really not, an issue. It's not it's like just a just political that. issue. <laughs> yeah, it's just that I don't think that they have the... They're I just don't think you can cast I don't think there's live action actors you can cast in an anime role and have it work. Young Keanu Reeves could have been Spike. He could not have been Spike. He's half Japanese just like Spike.
1: Perfect. Who gives a shit. That's not the <laughs> reason
0: He could be on his bike. Oh yeah, I, I'm. Um. It's just like uh, I mean, used... what, what that kid said is, he was is really that what concerned. he said? He was really concerned uh, with the, 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 I, I, the I, I would cast. tell him to watch, watch Bram Stoker's Dracula and then tell me Canon Reeves can do anything. No, he didn't mention Keanu Reeves. He was just really concerned with the racial, oh. the racial, uh, racial. Oh, that and attention and attention. Who gives a fuck? Man, who gives a fuck, man? He's like, Faye's supposed to be from Singapore. And it's like, motherfucker, the Earth's blown up. <laughs> <laughs> Earth <laughs> it is blown up. The moon is exploded. Ever... <laughs> shit is wrecked. Yeah, so fucking kids these days, huh? Just like kids though in the old days, you know? I mean <laughs> kids don't change. They don't, they, yeah. Remember when we were kids? They only really cared about the stupidest shit. You know, yeah. uh, fucking Wolverine's not tall enough. No, Wolverine was too tall. Oh, that's what I'm sorry, you're right. So he <laughs> my, ex- my mistake. Way too tall to play that 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 dwarf. Right, because Wolverine's only supposed to be like 5'4", or some shit. He's a little guy. He said Tom Cruise got a plan. Tom Clouse. Tom Clouse. Yeah, so Cowboy Bebop, not good. Working at FedEx, not good. Kids these days, not good. Only thing good is on Raglan Road of an all Old Irish folk music. That's, That's right. That brings me hope and joy. Hell yeah, man. They had the revolutionary spirit. And they loved, they loved hard, and drank hard, and killed the English hard. They yeah. died fast, <laughs> lived young. That's true. They did, they did get killed a lot of the time. <laughs> uh, I, don't I want to the, be buried in a field full of hearts and shamrocks. That sounds amazing. You do? You know, it's gonna be way better than whatever funeral I normally get. Field full of oh Mary, don't let them bury me in a field full of. Hearts and, and Shamrocks with the starry plow on high. No, James Connolly. That flag looked ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it was a stupid flag. Yeah. It's well, stupid. you know what? Can you say? I see a lot of people carrying on that flag with the snake. It says, "Don't step on me." So you know, don't, <laughs> don't, don't tread on me. on me. It's don't tread on me. But don't step on me unless you're a major corporation. Then ooh ooh, ooh daddy. Please, please step, step on, me. on me. I hunger. For only, only if you're gonna make Dune two. Dune, too. Doing it doggy style. Doing it. I watched a lot of wrestling this week. I'm wrestling. Pillow. Oh, we got some. Ah, I watched AEW this week. Let's talk AEW shit. AEW. All right. I decide went, whether or not we can do. Uh, hold on. Let's, I'm going to pull up the. It was Wednesday Night Dynamite we watched, right? I watched um, Full Gear, the pay per view that was on Saturday last That's week. That's crazy. Did you pay for that? You, no, you did. No, of course not. <laughs> and then I watched uh, Dynamite. And I watched part of whatever the one on Friday is. There's the Friday one. They only have two shows. Yeah, they're so blowing they up, man. They're making some mistakes, in my opinion. Now, nah, fucking wrestling fans. All right, so oh, this, I gotta this, be this too honest. much wrestling for me. But uh, wrestling fans are. I mean, if if we create a wrestling podcasts and we start making money off of it, then yeah, I'll watch like fucking four hours of wrestling a week. But if I'm not getting paid for it, <laughs> you know, I'll check out the highlights. <laughs> I got to say, though, I do like I like a lot of what I saw. Uh, yeah. So their pay-per-view full year. um uh, every match was really fucking good and it felt like the culmination of like actual you know what i mean like they're actually like finishing off angles and shit which is the actual storylines that's the one thing i was gonna talk yeah. to you yeah it, it felt like they had uh, a storylines for the entire card you know what i mean like everybody yes. had something going on hold on let me pull up the matches that were at full year 2021 i only watched uh dynamite the we just so we'll have to talk about that uh, well, well, I just well, want that's, where, that's where it. most of my uh, Real quick will come from. Um, So like the pre-show Is uh, it was Hikaru Shida And Thunder Rosa um, Against Jamie Hayter and Nyla Rose um, I like Hikaru Shida But that's a bias um, Toxic masculinity if someone Was to ask me like what my type What type of person I'm interested in It's uh, Joshi Pro Wrestlers so that's just Kind of how it goes so that was tight because like is all right match. It was um, there was no angle involved. So that's why it was like the pre-show. It was just kind of like exhibition. And it was MJF. The crowd. Yeah, MJF uh, versus Darby Allin. Fucking Darby Allin is fucking amazing. Their match was 22 minutes long. There's no fucking rest holds. None of that shit in this match. Their cardio is insane. That's like my favorite thing about AEW I noticed is like they have dudes that are like fucking really in shape. So there's like, yeah, they're not doing rest holes and just like hugging each other in the corner and shit. Like they just fucking go. Well, the thing I liked about it is that um they had a big diversity in, in talent and not mm-hmm. I don't mean just like, you know, what what diversity. I just mean that a lot of the guys work differently, a lot of the guys look mm-hmm. different. Yeah. And um not all the matches look the fucking same. Yeah. So, I think my favorite match was MJF and Darby Allin. So, if like that would be the one match to go out of the way to watch, I think a match after that is the Lucha Brothers against FTR. This match was all right. I think FTR is boring as shit, they're like, um, like knockoff brain busters, you know, Arn Anderson and whoever the other totally brilliant blanchard. Uh, but the Lucha Brothers are tight. It was, this match is kind of sloppy, but because uh, the Lucha Brothers just like fucking, you know, they're doing Lucha shit, right? So, you know, you make mistakes doing that, but it was tight. I like the Lucha Brothers. Uh, Brian Danielson and Miro was all right. Uh, I don't... Um, Brian Danielson's an interesting wrestler. I don't particularly like his style of wrestling, but it was all right. Very uh, um, kind of... Technical hitman esque, yeah, yeah, very like Owen Hart. Um, Benoit, I don't think he, it yeah, again. it's kind of Owen Hart. I Not don't know, I mean, Brad the, Hart. I meant Brad yeah, Hart. I don't think quite reaches the uh athleticism. Of Owen, I oh, don't know, he's just as athletic as Owen Hart for sure. Um, the match of that, Christian Cage and the Jurassic Express against the super click, yeah, which is I'm the young sure Bucks just Christian. Cole. I don't know who, where this cage came from. I think, um, WWE probably owns the trademark, yeah, the yeah. Station um this match was interesting it was like a messy like waiting for spots to happen helping each other out with spots kind of thing so it wasn't like the greatest display of uh wrestling but it was there's a lot of cool shit like uh the luchasaurus man he's like a giant but he did like a shooting star press off of the entrance onto everybody it was pretty tight uh, Jungle Boy is Luke Perry's son. That's also interesting. <laughs> hmm. uh, after that, Cody Rhodes and Pac against Malachi Black and Andrade El Edelum. I um fast forwarded through this shit. I, for, Cody Rhodes is so boring to me. So like any match that he's in, like fucking nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't care if they resurrect like Macho Man Randy Savage wrestle him. I don't give a shit. I'll watch that though. Yeah, I mean, that's a little extreme.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then Dr. Britt Baker against Ty Conti for the women's title. I like um, women's wrestling quite a bit more than uh, men's wrestling most of the time, but this match is kinda boring. They usually have I feel like they usually have a better flow, there, a little bit more Well they um there is a lot to be said for not carrying around all the extra body weight from muscle and just how, you know, or well, that I mean, that's amount why, of muscle. That's why also, I like, um, remember we used to like the, like the luchador matches and shit in WCW a, a lot. Yeah, and like fucking long. Bull Nakano back in yeah, the they day. Moved. Yeah, Uh moved. Yeah. Yeah, and like women's are, yeah, generally their cardio seems better. I like the way they sell. Maybe it's just because they're not as like stiff as men. You know what I mean? Like, especially Joshi pro wrestlers, like they'll fucking Oh, they look like they're made of like fucking rubber when they're like get clotheslined and shit, you know. I like that. <laughs> um But this match is boring to me. I guess maybe it's just because I don't know who either of the like I kind of know who Britt Baker is just because she's gotten enough popularity for me to be aware of who she is. But oh, it's kind of boring. Uh, then it's CM Punk and Eddie Kingston, which was I didn't like this match. I don't like CM Punk. Um, and it was just kind of like a brawly match, which I worked for the storyline they were doing, but I, it's I don't care, you know. And then it was the Inner Circle, which is Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, um, Santana, and Ortiz. Again, it was Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky and Junior dos Santos, Andre Arlovsky Dan Lambert. This this one is just a big mess kind of match, right? But it was cute. I they kept pulling out, since they were in, in Minneapolis, right, they they kept pulling out um, things that were specific to Minneapolis history, right? <laughs> so, like <laughs> weapons, like Jericho pulled out, like, the Prince symbol and hit someone with it, and someone was hurt, hitting someone with a toaster, and so Shivani and Excalibur and uh, JR had to explain that the toaster was invented in Minneapolis and shit. I don't know, it was just like... Uh, I was like Jericho came up with a bunch of these spots, probably. <laughs> He's <They're all laughs> fucking weird about this stupid yeah, bullshit. It was kind of weird, comedy based. It was all right. It was just a mess. Um, and then yeah, the last, of the main event was Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega. The culmination of a two year storyline, which is tight. Like the they really went for like long term term story- storytelling with this shit, which is kind of what Kenny Omega was known for in New Japan. Um, the match was pretty good. I really like Kenny Omega. I have for years. He's the reason, like, I kind of got interested in wrestling a little bit over, like, the last five years, six years or so when he was Mm -hmm. in New Japan and the Bullet Club stuff. Adam Page, like, seems like a good wrestler. I don't care about his gimmick that much, but the, I guess, It makes sense for the for him to win the title now after that two year long storyline, but um, not like a huge fan of him. I do think he is like way too handsome to be a wrestler, though. (laughs) (laughs) What do you? I mean, I'm trying to think of a good looking wrestler. There's wrestlers that are like pretty attractive, right? There have been historically, but like, with the model Martel. Well, like Kevin Nash, uh, Shawn Michaels. Uh, yeah, I mean I mean you know, Sean Michael's a guest, so I mean, he always felt I always felt like he had a weird face, but I mean they're like I'm not saying that they, they, they could be actors or models. You know what I mean? That's what I mean, is but there's like some pretty good looking guys historically in wrestling, but like hangman Adam Page, this dude should be in movies. <laughs> <laughs> he picked the wrong career, he's getting he's he's ruining his body for nothing. I'm I'm sure he's doing all right. They also have like um a much more lenient schedule and uh, like he took time off for six months cause he was having him and his wife were having a baby and like, that was totally fine. Like a W doesn't seem like they're as, uh, exploited as ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, I'm, I'm pretty sure WWE just cut 10 more wrestlers over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So um, overall full year was pretty tight. It was also the anniversary of Eddie Guerrero's death. So there was a lot of, um, subtle like celebrations of Eddie Guerrero's tight, like, uh, uh, Jericho did the frog splash to win that big match, um, and he did Eddie's little dance, you know. And uh, a bunch of people did uh, the three amigos, you know, the series of suplexes that Eddie Guerrero yeah, did. Him. Eddie did. I think a bunch of people um, did that. Well, so I that didn't realize he, that that uh, his his, his wife works there. there. Yeah, Vic Guerrero work, uh, yeah. works for the company, and she's like uh, she, Nyla Rose's um, manager. Yeah, Nyla Rose yeah. was in the was on Dynamite that I watched. Yeah, and Vicky Guerrero came out there. Yeah. So yeah, I, so I'll I'll talk to Dynamite for a second. This is the uh, right. November seventeenth Dynamite. Dynamite Dynamite results. Um, it starts off with Kenny Omega and the Super Quick, um, and immediately rem- I'm reminded of how how little charisma you have to have to be considered a good on the mic as a wrestler. Uh, Kenny Omega is fine, but the rest of Super Superclick is a little little rough. Um, uh, yeah, I think they're. Fine for wrestlers, you know what I mean. But it is like they—I I put them in an episode of Baywatch will be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they could go definitely go on the Hulk Hogan uh, show though. Hulk Thunder Hulk in Paradise. Oh, Thunder in Paradise. Yeah, 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 Thunder yeah, yeah, Paradise. Absolutely. Thunder in Paradise. I'm pretty sure that was a the theme song. Um, the best episode. And then they spent Sting guest stars. I think he was on a couple. Nice. Um, then they spend a lot of time with Kenny Omega and uh, uh, what the fuck is his dumbass stables name? The instantly destruct the no, the, no, no, I'm sorry, not Kenny Omega. Um, cowboy day, hangman page. What's his? Oh, they're um, the dark order. dark order, yeah. What a dumb t- <laughs> They don't seem dark or ordery at all. Oh, so um, there's um. They started off the Dark Order storyline a long time ago, where the, it was like a cult, and there was like an element of um, they're taking. I'm gonna change the name, boys, because you look ridiculous. They're um, they ta- Hold on, they're taking it serious at first, but then um, they got like way more heat for doing turning into like a comedy sort of thing. So like that's just what they're riding on now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do have some bad news for. Uh, uh, Mr. Hangman Page and National Cowboy Day. Uh, there were no fucking shit. cowboys in Virginia. Well, cowboys. I mean, if we're gonna be pedantic about it, it's a very specific job that a few people had in, the and fight. none of them were in Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. So, assassination of Jesse James. We, I'm gonna rewatch that. This take that takes place mostly in like Missouri and Kansas, right? But would would you call it a western? Would you call it a cowboy movie? You know? No what would you call it crime crime film yeah, crime. it's a crime film yeah i i guess my point is the sort of dism. M- dis- i don't know i just m- m- i gotta as soon as they're like we're in norfolk virginia for cowboy shit day with hangman page who's a goddamn cowboy i'm like oh my god fucking roy moore riding up on his horse, huh well you know what they mean is like he's he fucking is a shit kicker cracker yeah <laughs> <You> know, <he's laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah it's like fucking um it's gross it's cultural appropriation i won't stand for it no that's all that's fucking all white people have in the united states (laughs) it's the white identity shit. they should reach further back no because then they'll have to start getting into um the ethnic uh sort of ideas that were subjugated by uh, the united states everyone be running around celebrating their Polish heritage and shit. Ridiculous. Yeah, but I, my my largest takeaway is I just feel like they took they spent a too much time at the beginning of the show with Brian Danielson and, and Adam Page and this and this shit because it felt I felt like it was like the first thirty minutes. You are, um, you watched Iron right? Yeah, I did. I'm trying to because like it's oh, a, a, the first Daniel, segment is Brian Kenny Daniels Omega comes right? Out and then, yeah, and then like, Hangman Page starts a celebration, and then Brian Danielson comes out yeah. and confronts him, and then Brian Danielson wrestles. Uh, the evil Uno dude, and then Brian Danielson's like, "Hey, Colt Cabana, I heard what you said on CM with CM Punk on that podcast. Let's do a wrestle." I think they're just um that's like the new angle they're gonna go with for Hangman Adam Page is uh Brian. Yeah, no, no I'm, I get that. I just like I, you know, like that's not. I don't. That's not how I want to see a wrestling show start up. I guess too well, much. There, there's a element of. um AEW where they, they've been they did it since the beginning where they're incorporating um win loss records and shit as if it's oh, I like like that. MMA sort of stuff.
1: I actually There's like that aspect
0: like, of it. I think it's alright, but um yeah, so some of the storytelling I think suffers a little bit from the MMA adjacent concepts like that, like Daniel Bryan fucking Daniel Bryan Br- Daniel Bryan, I'm just going to call him Daniel Bryan um, you No, know, it's Brian Danielson Yeah, you know <laughs> The American Dragon being like Oh, I'm, I'm coming for you Adam Page, I'm the number one Contender, but first I'm going to beat up Your friends, and I don't know, it's just like Okay, I guess But I guess it was too long I, I mean, um Wrestling I, I, maybe in if general, they split it up, I can't, like if uh, maybe they Brian mean, Danielson and Evil Uno didn't wrestle right, then, you know they wrestled later on in the show, and then they it, maybe it would have worked better for me. But I just feel like I spent too much time with with Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryanson, yeah, and uh, and Adam Page. There. I just also can't put um, who had a stupid jacket. I don't. I mean, that was a dumb jacket. I can't put like a hundred percent of. My attention into wrestling really, so like I, I was doing other stuff while it was on, you know. So I was working while I was on. So I guess yeah, for me, I it was, was like, just, I don't just... know. If was, for me, I'm I. It didn't seem too long to me, but I was doing other shit, you know. I mean, then and uh National Cowboy Shit Day, and then uh, that MGF is the next part after that, I think. MGF, MGF, Tony Schiavone, I'm reading it now because I don't remember everything. <laughs> uh, Tony Schiavone was backstage to interview Eddie Kingston. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Oh, that was after MJF. Hey, I, I, uh, the MJF did uh, kind of like um, at least his uh, his talking bit. Oh, yeah. So I guess there's a little bit of characterization in that specific bit that um, requires like more knowledge of his ongoing character, I guess. I picked this up from someone else Talking about on the internet Because uh, normally he's like really smarmy And composed or whatever But like he was like In that segment they showed He was just fucking pissed off And repeating himself So I guess it was Oh look at the range Is basically what someone was pointing out Or like the understanding he has of his character I don't know Everyone really likes MJF they, Like oh he's the fucking future of wrestling Because he's only like 22 Oh he, I mean he's I can see good. him being like a big heel Yeah, I mean he. Yeah, he's he's really good, but uh, you know how it is in wrestling when someone's really good. There's like a lot of hyperbole about like, oh fucking this is here you go, man. This is the next the future wrestling, you know. The next million dollar man. A million dollar man only really had like three or four good years in him. and then he's tag team with IRS, which is a good tag team, but you know, not quite the same as contending for the world championship. IRS, you mean Bray Wyatt's dad? What? Yep, they're uh, a few. They? <laughs> He's Irwin Arshayster Jr., not Bray Wyatt. That's right. <laughs> That's right, buddy. Uh, yeah, so the MJF kid is pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. He's a pretty good little kid, little fella. Uh, then slum. Eddie Kingston, I don't remember that part either. Yeah, he apparently he was interrupted by Daniel Garcia. I don't remember that shit. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, and then there's the uh, match with the butcher and the blade, and Orange Cassidy and uh, Tomohiro, uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah, Tomohiro Ishii <laughs> with <laughs> Matt Hardy. <laughs> hey, it's Matt Hardy. Big Money Matt. Uh, butcher and the Blade, corny shit, man. I don't give a fuck about that at all. <laughs> I they thought they had a cool like biker dude look, though. Yeah, um, um, Orange Cassidy. Uh, uh, his. Gimmick is a little one note, but I'm I'm still on board with it. Where he's just, like <laughs> really disinterested in wrestling. He's like, ah, I'm just fucking here. <laughs> and uh, I like Tomohiro Ishii because I am, uh, like yeah, everyone cool from our age group. I am biased towards uh, Lucha Libre and Japanese wrestling, Japanese more, wrestling than, yeah. more than Western wrestling. So uh, anytime wrestler shows up, I'm like hell yeah. You never read uh, Joe Abercrombie's. Uh, fantasy novels have you right you know the uh mm-hmm. the, what the fuck is the little first law trilogy and that shit there's a, a side book um and there's a character in it called friendly and tomohiro looks exactly how i always pictured friendly to look nice uh, also he's he's he has a good looking general he looks like a dude that's ready to beat the show you already it's intense yeah he looks like tough like real life tough You yeah know i mean like um you, you can tell because very there. very little neck and, and but a, a whole lot of shoulder. I'm guessing he's had a neck injuries previously because he like can't turn his head or whatever. Um, that's how you know he's a bad <laughs> 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 uh, I Actually, I guess oh, I wanted to point this out. Overall, what I like about AEW's wrestling style, or I guess maybe just like the ge- this generation of wrestlers is. Uh, Remember back in the day, like I said, all the best wrestling we saw was either guys that were luchadors or from Japan or like journeymen who had been to Mexico and Japan like Jericho, Benoit, Guerrero. Like those were all the tightest wrestlers back then. And it seems like this generation of wrestlers also all agreed. So like the style of wrestling (laughs) that they employ is like much more athletic and faster paced. And the importance of like storytelling from Japanese wrestling, you know what I mean? It's just uh wrestling seems a lot better now than it did. I don't know, ten years ago. Oh, okay, we'll or go watch WWE. That, we'll see. I will not watch WWE. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a stretch for me to consume this consumer product that is AEW. <laughs> you know what I mean? I won't. I can't. There's. It's. This is. The son a billionaire's baby boy decided to help out and make it you know what I mean? It's still like a shitty billionaire's kid, Tony Khan, making a consumer product. Like I can forget it a little bit just because it's somewhat interesting. And I know that a lot of the wrestlers in AEW like worked for decades to get to this point. So I mean I support their labor or whatever, but uh WWE is like fucking that's like evil. Capitalism shit, like the ultimate human exploitation, and uh, AEW seems a little bit better. But at the end of the day, it is still just uh, consumer product bullshit, right? There goes our fucking sponsorship when we get this fucking podcast rolling. I'm working an angle actually, so that they'll bring us on to AEW, so I can talk shit about how. uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's what that's what I'm gonna work towards. Is get popular enough that um they'll put me in an angle with like Chris Jericho, where I just talk shit. And then I'll take a few bumps, you know. But I'm not going to actually wrestle. I'm old. I guess I'm not that old. Most of the top stars in AEW are all around our age anyways. I mean, for certain sports, especially like strongman, like right now is our prime in your 30s. Like strongman, wrestling. Yeah, well, if I wanted to be a basketball star, about four years ago was my prime. 5 maybe. Yeah. I guess like late 20s early 30s usually Is when um, everyone's at their best Right they've had enough time to Get better and figure it out But they're still athletic enough But you know LeBron he's just got to take like A month break Every season to like Get shot full of research uh, (laughs) Chemical stuff And then he comes back better than ever so Maybe you can Still do it at 35 a miracle Oh, maybe, yeah, you know, I just need to get a, a couple million dollars to spend on my body every year. Yeah, just get injected with the uh, adrenochrome. God, damn it. That's not what adrenochrome does. That's, I know, I know that LeBron's part of the evil cabal. He's getting injections of adrenochrome. Pure, pure, pure version of adrenochrome. Uh, unadulterated adrenochrome. They, it's uncut. Not It hasn't been stepped on at all. It's the purest adrenochrome. <laughs> no fentanyl, adrenochrome. That's right. Uh, What happened after that? Oh, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, Orange Cassidy. Uh, There's another backstage interview with Tony Schiavone that I don't remember. Oh, it's uh, FTR. And here's their lame-ass names, Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. (laughs) Those ones (laughs) seem like real names. (laughs) Tony Blanchard was there, too. He's an old man. Uh, Andrade El Idolo was there. Oh, they're all going to team up to fight um, the Lucha Bros and uh, Cody Rhodes. That's what that was yeah that's yeah that's what it was. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't think tony's funny then interviews the, the other side of that <laughs> he's like what do you think about that huh like, well we're gonna <laughs> fight him we're gonna do it uh and then we get another backstage this is a long fucking backstage segment at this point no this video package in between this is uh hikaru shida and nyla rose according to this oh really mine has it later um no, you got it all mixed up. You're too drunk. I didn't well, I wasn't too drunk. I was just, I was working. I was only a little bit drunk. Oh. And uh I I'm reading this off of a sheet right now. That I didn't create, someone else created. Oh, they're wrong. Because this is from the official AEW website that I'm looking oh, at. God damn it. The TBS woman's title. So they have a TTNT title. This is like the T V title from WCW, correct? I don't know. So I believe it is. I assume it is because well, no, this is what it is, is, um, their dynamite is moving to TBS after the new year. So right right. Now but the having, other show is going to be on TNT still, right? I think so. so. But right now they're having a tournament to see who will be the women's TBS title holder or something. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. I don't know. But yeah, I guess I mean, it's, I think they have two women's titles. Right, this will be their second women's title. This—that's yeah. what I got out of this. Yeah, this is their yeah, second yeah. women's women's title they're working on? But I'm saying that it's like the TVA TV title from WCW, where it's basically only it's it's defended on national TV. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Or one of them will. Yeah, this one will be only on TBS. <laughs> only appear on TBS. This title, or I guess maybe pay per views. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was this thing with the TV title. It would appear on on TV, but also on pay per views. Yeah. If that angle's, if that angle's got heat, you gotta give it to him. Uh, this match was pretty tight, actually. I like uh, women's wrestling, I said, before I prefer it to men's wrestling most of the time. I like Hikaru Shida. Her gimmick's kind of corny, because she's from, like, Joshi Puta which is, they're a little bit cornier with it, but whatever. Yes. I like it. Um... Like I said, generally with Joshi wrestlers, uh, it's like fucking. She, she fucking, she sells, man. She gets fucking uh, clotheslined and f- f- bends in half and shit. You know what I mean? She's she like, falls like she's a puddle of water. Yeah, I love that shit. It looks good. Uh, Nyla Rose is all right. She's um in a long line of like big, big strong uh, ladies, strong ladies that are like, oh, they're monsters. You know what I mean? So like not anything. I always felt but, weird uh, as in, a, in women's wrestling to build someone that way, but yeah, but it's like it's part of it, huh? They do it. Uh, one of the greatest of all time, Bull Nakano, of course, also from Japan, because back then there was a uh, larger place and only Japanese female wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you think of the match? It's pretty cool, huh? I fucking, it's too bad H- Hikaru Shida didn't win, huh? No, it's too bad, but you know, just, who do you think is going to win the TBS title championship tournament? This is the what semi finals, I think. Uh, quarter final is what it says here. Oh, quarter finals. Uh, it's uh, probably going to be um Thunder Rosa because she seems to be popular on the internet, so I'm sure they're going to put it on someone with uh, the fans are behind, someone that's got the. Or maybe I missed, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I haven't. This is the first time I've really watched AEW, and since like they first started, so I think this this one might have been my favorite match of the of the, of the night. I have to go back and really look at it, but I'm pretty sure this was it. Uh, this and then the TNT title match was pretty fun. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So I, the the main event was Sammy Guevara and Jay Lethal. I think is the best match, but yeah, very closely followed by Hikaru Shida and Nyla Rose. I don't think there's a was there a match after this? I don't think there was. I think it's after this. Malachi Black talks about oh, oh they have a quote. All right, in Chicago, I'll make it so the air you breathe will turn toxic. Oh yeah, <laughs> deep breaths, my friends, while oxygen is still on your side. Oh, uh, this is Malachi Black dude, um, uh, Kevin uh, Sullivan. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I like his look <laughs> and um. Whatever, Uh I've seen him wrestle a few times. He does a lot of kicks and stuff. He, he's he's more like MMA style, or whatever, which is okay. But um, his like character, his gimmick, and his promos and shit, corny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take that much, was, seriously. Yeah, me, with the entire like, this is ridiculous. Come on, yeah. you're not Kevin Sullivan. I'm gonna send you through. I'll put you in the you tree. No tree <laughs> I'll send you through the the. the, the I I went inside La Buddha Dean. You told me. <laughs> i gonna make the air toxic inside your lungs. It'll turn you black. Mm. They told me, Hogan, that, that they know that I'm going to do something crazy. Uh, Satan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do get um, Kevin Sullivan Dungeon of Doom vibes from Malachi Black, which is, uh, I mean, whatever. I guess he's over, I think. So I guess it works. I think he's over because people don't like Cody Rhodes, though. And like he's been <laughs> feuding with Cody Rhodes. They don't like the American Dream's son? The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. No, they don't like him. Because he's Hollywood, baby. American Dream. Oh, I wish sure. his kids talk like him. God damn, that'd be great. <laughs> if you will. If you will. If you will do a profile If you will. Not too many people talk like that in general anymore. I think like the, the Cajun sort of uh, mush mouth is kind of dying out. A lot of, yeah. uh, the MJF came to the ring with sean Spears and Wardlow. That's what happened next. Wardlow. Hey, CM Punk came out. I don't remember that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He uh, MJF came out and he's like, "I'm the greatest. There's no one better back there than me." And then CM Punk just came out and looked at him and walked back stage. Uh, I must. Say, I'm I probably wasn't paying attention. I really like skip through it. <laughs> Cause yeah, <laughs> I give a fuck. <laughs> Uh, Wait, Billy Gunn see. was on this? Yeah, Tommy Schiavone oh. was backstage with Darby Allen. Billy and the Gun Club walked by. I saw the Darby Allen thing, but I guess wasn't most of attention. Yeah, I don't. Remember <laughs> I didn't catch Billy, Billy Gunn. Gunn. Uh, I did see this match between Darby Allen and Billy Gunn on whatever the fuck the show is on Friday, and uh seeing Billy Gunn in the ring uh, with Darby Allen kind of really illustrates how much smaller wrestlers are today and i don't believe i big fella i don't mean just roid right it out but like billy gun's probably like six four and remember he used to seem well, average height back in the day right but he's like fucking tower over towering over the darby allen Oh, <laughs> well, they could bring us in we'll look like monsters yeah we'll be they'll have to angle, like position us like the butcher and the blade to be like holy shit look at how big these boys are They're over six feet We don't have too many of these guys running around Got Hangman Adam Page, an enormous six foot one, <laughs> which means he's probably actually six feet. Yeah. Uh, then the young bucks and Adam Cole did things. Oh, um, Adam Cole is and Bobby Bobby Fish are <laughs> <They're> gonna <laughs> the, take the on stress player. Yeah, Jurassic Express. That's what happened then. I guess, I kind of remember that. Just I don't remember. Dillosaurus stands out. I remember Dillosaurus. But I just, just remember goes, ah, backstage. I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> I'm a, what a crazy dinosaur. name. You know? I was just like, I'm a big guy. I'm gonna wear a luchador mask. Come, swords. Go fuck off. That's tight. <laughs> Keep it simple. Then is the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caster versus Dante Martin and Leo Rush. Uh, this match was uh, tight just because of um all these dudes seem hella athletic uh but other than that i was like i don't care taz wants to recruit recruit dante martin or something oh yeah that was a fun match i, I forgot about that mm-hmm. leo rush um he looks like the smallest man that's ever been you big coco beware of <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah the match is tight everyone's jumping around and shit um max caster i think he's the guy that raps that's cute yeah oh, that was the, that was the, the ascension right um my vibe from them is like there's a there's a rapper guy right, and the other one's the hype man. Yeah, there's a Flavor flave and a Chuck D. Yeah, I'm into it. It's cute. Yeah, uh, Max Caster seems uh, it's a little bit corny, outdated flow, but I think it works for wrestling. And he's like not a bad rapper. It's just like a little bit like eh, eh whatever. But it's cute. That's a cute gimmick. Um, I'm guessing they're probably long suffering mid carders so. though. <laughs> because they just got squashed by this tight yeah. team that they just invented. so <laughs> and There's clearly an angle. They're working with Dante Martin and Leo Rush, and they got nothing for the acclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. And then there's the title match, the main event, with Sammy Guevara and Jay Lethal. And Sammy Guevara is a really good wrestler. Obviously, Jay Lethal is. He's been around forever. So it's a tight <clears throat> match, man. They're doing cool shit. Doing a bunch of cool shit. Real cool cowboy shit um I, I mean like from the the whole event like i like a couple things that they're doing you know obviously we talked about that, that, that it seems like they've wrote the entire show top to bottom not just like the main event and then mm. kind of stack everything around that um but i like that they've kind of brought back stables and managers because i feel like that helps a lot of wrestlers that might be really great in the ring but aren't Let's so great yeah, on mic, right yeah and, and still gives them makes them interesting to the, the audience and then I also kind of like that they uh, they acknowledge wrestling history outside of their own fucking organization. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like Jay Leaf was like I oh, hold he's, he's held like twenty championships. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or uh, which uh, is definitely not something WWE really does a lot. I mean, no. they kind of did it with they they gave Rick Flair the honor. And that's the only one. Yeah. Well, even in the beginning of this episode, when Daniel Bryan was like, "Oh, when I won the title at WrestleMania," right. I was like, "Oh shit, the fucking." WWE exists in AEW, huh? So That's kind of mind-blowing, but it makes sense because, like, why wouldn't she, right? Because the lines between kayfabe and reality are quite blurred these days. Especially because, like, everyone at AEW has their own fucking YouTube channel, right? You know what I mean? Like, um, a lot of the success of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and those boys, the Bullet Club dudes from New Japan came from their YouTube channel being the elite, right? So that's, like, how the Western audience kind of the uh, is partially responsible for AEW existing is the Young Bucks fucking YouTube channel. So that's what modern wrestling is, right? That's what I mean by, like, the lines are blurred between kayfabe and real life. So it makes sense in this time period to acknowledge other wrestling exists and shit right like why wouldn't you it's fucking everyone's a smart mark now smart mark got a bunch of bunch of f- smarts in the audience <laughs> reading the dirt sheets that's right um overall it's pretty tight for just like s- fucking whatever regular ass episode of wrestling right because um i don't know aw or wwe i i haven't watched i've watched wrestlemania like well, time. yeah, I I I haven't really watched an episode of Raw or any of that shit. In long probably twenty years. I think I watched an episode of Impact or two, maybe like ten years ago. You know, back when mm. when yeah. Impact was first kind of starting to get really popular. Yeah, with because um, like AJ Styles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I, I I watched a little. I watched a couple of things from Ring of Honor. You know, back then too. Mm-hmm. But that's that's it. I haven't really watched. And then yeah, we said well I watched WrestleMania with you. Yeah. A couple years ago. It's, uh so I don't know what WWE's been up to really like the last decade as far as like what happens on Raw and SmackDown, but for most of my wrestling watching career from the mid I don't early nineties on to early two thousands, right? Eve this is a WCW thing too, really was um there would be like one legitimate match every week, and then otherwise it was building whatever main angle they're working on and then a bunch of squash matches with jobbers right well i feel like wcw one uh, uh, it's most popular and it's hated they were really they were really were building a show around everybody right i yeah. feel like well were. nah i mean there's there's a reason why malenko benoit saturn and jericho well, right kind of jump shift because it was all the focus was on the nwo and kevin nash and all that well shit. i guess that's true but you I mean i feel like i don't know i remember storylines with jericho and and malinko and stuff yeah but i mean not like i feel like the what happened is they got popular doing that and then they were never going to give them a bigger push as well yeah they're never going to get a bigger push right you know what i mean that's what kind of where it ended up and then yeah. it, it, what also kind of what happened is they, they get you're right the f- switch the focus switch i feel like after that after that star cage with Hogan and Sting, you know what I mean? Oh, when everything fell apart, yeah, <laughs> that's that's exactly yeah. when everything fell apart, yeah, that's true. Because, yeah, up until that point, um, Bischoff they were, I feel w- like was pretty everything smart made sense about man. bringing in the luchadors right? Because that was one of the big songs, yeah, things working with New Japan Pro Wrestling again, and bringing in AC ECW guys and trying different things and stuff, but then they just got locked into. Like you know, we kinda keep doing this fucking same again. Yeah. Well no, they were just doing what Hogan and Nash wanted and you know what I mean? Like Hogan had like fucking Nash was the booker for a long period of time and Hogan had like creative control of anything going on, you know? So yeah, it definitely dissolved like that. But um I guess just generally weekly wrestling shows in my memory were a lot of squash jobber matches and maybe like one or two legitimate matches that maybe didn't have anything to do with an angle or anything, which is fine. But, um, I was actually pretty impressed with the, this watching dynamite for the first time, where it was like, this kind of all makes sense, you know? And there wasn't a lot of, um, the scourge of even like the glory days, of WCW, where uh, just get in the ring and talk a lot. I mean, there was some of that cause they have to build angles. Right. But it was mostly just like in between matches. It was like, Oh, here's a quick little backstage thing, you know? Which I prefer over all the NWO coming out, taking 10 minutes to even start talking. And then Hogan says, Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, Yeah, Hogan says the same three things he always says. (laughs) Then Sting appears in the rafters looking menacing. (laughs) (laughs) Loved it as a kid, but like looking back now, it's like, well, they really dragged that shit out, huh? um you didn't watch rampage that which is what the other show is called right Rampage. your page i did not even realize i had a second show yeah, they i didn't realize they're they doing that yet you know oh, stretching yeah. it out it's too far so that there's so much content that no one can really enjoy it um although i will say an hour and a half i think this is what Dynamite's an hour and a half that's about the perfect length for a wrestling tv show yeah i think like two hours is where i tap out if it's over two hours i'm not gonna watch it every week um, if all, oh, their, if all their like super cards like, are like full gear where every match is um compelling and worthwhile, then four hours I'll watch four hours of that. But I mean, they can't all be winners, but it does. I've went back through and like checked out like the ratings and like I mean, like Meltzer's comments on their other pay per views <laughs> and what fans think and stuff. And like, generally, I guess their pay per views are pretty good so. That's cool. Um, yeah, I started to watch Rampage, but then I fell asleep. So the only match I really saw was Billy Gunn versus Darby Allen, which was a good match. It's crazy. Billy Gunn is still fucking jacked. I don't know what the wellness program is like for AW, but um, <laughs> I think he's on the juice. He's uh, juicing again. Does he still do that uh, ass and move as his finisher or whatever? Like, like where he makes standing sure leg brother. drop? Oh, no, it's not McCain kisses his ass, but he does do like that standing leg drop thing. The fame asser. <laughs> um, fame asser. It was a pretty good match, actually. Billy Gunn, uh, he's old, right? He's a little bit slow, wrestles a different style than these kids do, but it worked with um, him being like, you know, doing like the Power Man style against Darby Allen. 'Cause he was much bigger than Darby Allen, he'd just throw him around. And then Darby Allen, up running around. Uh, and Darby Allen's a phenomenal ra- wrestler. He's really good, but um, he's just a little fella. Billy Gun's six three according to uh Googler. Okay, so he's round my height. His build weight is two hundred and sixty pounds, which I find very believable. <laughs> Even now, he looks uh, 250, 260. You know what I mean? He's like older and sinew right? You know, like that, what's, that's what happens to older muscle guys is they just, their skin gets thinner and they look... Uh, you see all the ribbons in it. Yeah, um, but he fucking <laughs> he's fucking... He looks crazy still. For sp- I think he's... Well, let's do the math here. 57, 58. Uh, he was, I th- he was, I think he's been working for AEW since they started, pretty much as like doing um training and backstage sort of stuff. Uh-huh. And then I, I guess he just decided he wanted to wrestle again. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is the Road Dogg working at AEW too? Road Dog works for WWE, I think. Oh, well, of course doing like is he like does. a, like a born again Christian or something? Yeah, he sucks. Uh, the last thing I remember hearing from him is when um, Priscilla Kelly did the uh, used tampon spot in like an indie match, which I thought I was like, "Yes, performance art. This is badass." <laughs> but he was like, "This is disgusting." Blah, blah blah. But it's like, don't you remember when you were like throwing doo on Vince McMahon in the WWE? You did the same stupid shit. <laughs> but yeah, he's born again Christian now, so it was unholy. How dare she make a mockery of disgusting, natural menstrual blood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was offended because it was, oh, wow, goddamn periods. Yeah, I mean, I, get, I guess I could understand finding it a little gross, but yeah, unholy is a little stretchy. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, there's uh, quite a big difference between uh, men doo do humor stuff and like, oh, no, not periods, right? There's a, a layer of misogyny yeah, yeah. to it. No, 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 for sure. Because uh, yeah. like, no, I don't remember him. He didn't complain about throwing doo doo, right? Yeah, not at all. And, I mean, there's uh, also there's plenty of blood in um in wrestling generally. Yeah, what's the difference? What's, what's the little menstruation blood? blood? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm a little bit weird in that. Like, I thought it was cool, even maybe a little bit sexy. But mm. um, You're one of those floors, huh? Or near Red Wings all over the place. Listen, my partner is the body of Christ, and that's the Eucharist. That's right, holy communion. But your party, your partner is the body of Christ. Fucking, mm-hmm. I'm saying, if I love my partner, I don't give a fuck—blood, spit, urine, whatever—I'm down with it all. We're a team, a sex team. Plus, we're partners in slime. Uh, just not doo doo-doo. doo. <laughs> doo doo's like. Vomit, I'm, a, uh, I'm really averse to doo-doo in general like I'm always like skeptical about getting a pet just because like oh no I just like doo-doo so much <laughs> anyhow um wrestling baby we're wrestling pills tune in next week where I guess we'll talk about wrestling again and see how it goes maybe we pick up uh, maybe we'll just start doing another podcast called wrestling pills and wrestling uh, Pills. wrestling pills but we're only talking about AEW. I'm not gonna be watching WWE. And I I'll only watch about two hours of wrestling a week, so that means I'll watch Dynamite and like the whatever match is good on Rampage. That's it. That's how long like, is it, How long is Rampage? Is it another hour and a half? or uh, I think it's shorter. I think it's only an hour. Okay, I can might be. I mean, I can probably watch that while I work during the week. So that's not yeah. a good they also have AEW Dark, which is the dark matches that they film. Yeah, I'm not watching I'm that. They're there dark matches. Who gives a fuck? Uh, it, I think it's good for a uh, good way for them to showcase um newer talent and maybe gauge the fans reaction to like who could get a push and stuff. So I think it's good f- f- from the perspective of the wrestlers and stuff, but I'm not interested in watching. <laughs> <laughs> I just say if they're good enough on a AE, A W AEW dark, they'll eventually be on the main show. Right. That like Darby Allen, most of his matches early on where he was just wrestling in AEW dark. And now he's like a big part of the show, so so good enough. I'll see him eventually, you know. I ain't got time to watch fucking four hours of wrestling a week. It's ridiculous. You got to work six days a week. I'm working, man. I'm working class hero. something to be on Raglan Road. <laughs> You're mixing a lot of your songs together. Mm-hmm. Uh, pff, 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 that's it. That's VHS cult wrestling pills. I think. Anything else you got to say? Yeah, probably. Who gives a fuck? You gotta say I'm a hellhound, hellbound. Shouty, I'm an die. island boy. Think oh, about no. the island boys. It's been like a month since that shit. It's over. It was over <laughs> weeks ago. It was over no, when I'm I brought still, it up. I'm, I'm still doing it. No, no. You gotta be quick. You gotta be quick with the viral shit. For the we gotta make this podcast popping. Can't be behind on the trends. We got to be on top. No, of no, owls. I'm bringing up viral shit from hundreds of years ago. What's the first viral trend you remember? Uh, Oh, really? Yeah, really. No, nah, really? Oh, really? Yeah, really? The owls, yeah. I remember uh, yeah, they were still in my buckets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the, the uh, elephant seal Wal- Yeah, the seal. <laughs> oh, no, they're taking my buckets. Yeah, that's <laughs> cute. Those, are, those honestly were honestly where the um early memes right Ima- those i mean the first the like, image macros really with, with oh those yeah guys yeah that's that's interesting to think about we were there the we fucking we were there at ground zero when the i, w- internet I started was to there flag. Ganda, where the strength of the internet failed pretty much that was like it into the fires of mount doom Internet, <laughs> no now they got memes about kyle rittenhouse Let's see what you've done the internet <laughs> There's a hashtag that going around that was uh, white boy winter after uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted. I'll let you use your imagination to think um, what that was about. No. Did you imagine um, conservatives murdering people? Because <laughs> that is what it was about. They said, I, uh, these <laughs> globalists and Jews and pedophiles better watch out. It's White Boy Winter. And I said, holy shit, people just posted this on the internet? <laughs> but then I what forgot the- it's only the left wing that gets arrested for posting shit on the internet. <laughs> it's, it's only the left wing that gets charged and arrested and convicted of anything, apparently. Yeah. Remember that one time um, that dude shot uh, Proud Boy? And then... Um, Trump sent the U.S. Marshals to murder him and then bragged about it on TV. <laughs> America's tight, 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 tight. Good shit, good shit. Uh, VHS cult, good shit as well. So go to VHSCult.com. Uh, I guess we may have a second podcast soon, or maybe just the one. We know. had one before. Yeah, I mean, we're this is technically those. our second podcast. Well, I mean, maybe we'll have two ongoing podcasts, or we'll just get wrestling-pilled, and that'll be the only podcasts but if you go to vhskvlt.com um that is where you will see all podcasts that we produce and you can check them out they'll also be on your regular podcast services you just m- might not know what to search for i guess um but yeah whatever vhscult.com if you just search vhscult you should we should come up that's it um hell, hell Shaw, do you want to die oh yeah donate to the patreon and stuff tell your friends and family rate and review all yeah, we're cool going to put this wrestling podcast behind the paywall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You fucking, you dumb, you, you fucking smarts are going to have to pay for it. <laughs> dollar a month. VHS Call.